JR Thunder crew stand up. It's the JR Thunder podcast with your boy JR. Hope everybody's having a blessed day or a blessed night or whenever you listen to this podcast. Uh, this podcast is available on multiple of podcasting sites. So, big shout out to Google. Google did sign on to this podcast. Big shout out to them. So, we're going to cover in this one, episode four, of not just fan bases. There's plenty of them. Uh, let me qualify myself as a Laker fan, so you guys might think we're obnoxious. So, what I'm going to cover here is four fan bases that I think are obnoxious. I'm going to tell you why. And basically go from there. One you might be surprised that I think is obnoxious. So, stay tuned. It's going to be fun-filled as usual. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Love you guys. And let's get into it. The first one I want to get into is the Los Angeles Clipper fan. This is an obnoxious fan base because up until this year, you guys hadn't been to the conference finals. First time in almost 60 years of the franchise and you finally made the conference finals. Uh, you started off in Buffalo as the Buffalo Braves. Was a decent team. Moved from Buffalo to San Diego, became the San Diego Clippers. San Diego Clippers, decent team, never made a playoff appearance. You moved to L.A. in 84, didn't make a playoff appearance to, I want to say, 92, 93. And didn't have a playoff appearance right after that. And then we didn't hear from you till 96. And subsequent, really didn't hit until Chris Paul became a Clipper. I have my thoughts on that, but I'll leave it at that. So... The good old Lob City Clippers. No matter what you guys did, you couldn't get past the second round. Always seemed to come up short. Whether injuries or whatever. Or the fact that I think that you guys' offense didn't play well in the postseason bottom line no conference finals appearances so now all of a sudden we get Kawhi Leonard oh well we, we gonna make things happen oh we we gonna win the championship you up 
3-1 against Denver and blow it. Same old Clippers. What am I getting at here? What am I trying to tell you? Listeners, the Clippers are the Clippers. Never going to change. Yeah, you can change the uniforms. You can change the owner. Glad you changed the owner, by the way. Love Steve Ballmer. But the Clippers are the Clippers. That's just how it is. That's the way it's going to be. That's the way it always will be. You're this close to an NBA Finals. And what happens? Kawhi Leonard gets hurt. The Clippers are always the Clippers. No matter what you do, the Clippers are the Clippers. It's just, that's the way it's going to be. Me as a Angel fan, I recognize that no matter what we do, we could go on and win three World Series in a row. The Dodgers will always be king in Los Angeles. No matter what happens. Just like the Clippers need to understand that no matter what you do, you're never going to be the kings of L.A. When it comes to basketball, when the king, when it comes to the kings of basketball in L.A., it is Lakers, plain and simple. That's like in hockey. I'm a Ducks fan. If you're starting to notice I'm from the state of California, I'm from Southern California. The Ducks, the Ducks will never top the Kings. The Kings are number one in L.A. when it comes to hockey, plain and simple. It's just about knowing what's what's real. And the fact is, you're never going to be able to top that. The Clippers will never take over L.A. Never take over L.A. It's just not going to happen. So, you know. Oh, well. Let's trade Rondo and Beverly for Eric Bledsoe. And that'll make us better. Okay. We don't know when Kawhi's coming back. Like I said, the Clippers will always be the Clippers. That will never change. No matter what you do. The Clippers are the Clippers and always will be the Clippers. So Clipper fan, my message to you today, acknowledge what you are. Be grateful for the success that your team has had over the last seven, eight years. But acknowledge that's about as far as you can go. So that's what I got for Clipper fan. And now we move on. The second one is Raider fan. Good old Raider fan. 
I could go hours on Raider Fan. I really could. Raider Fan. I got news for you. We are tired of hearing about this is your year. This is our year. This is our year. No. Raiders. Last time you won a Super Bowl. I was three years old. I'm 41 now. It hasn't been your year. This is not your year. So, let's eliminate the whole, oh, you just hating on the Raider Factor. Okay. Let's break down your team. Your quarterback. Decent at best. Solid. I give him credit. He's got some talent. But he's decent at best. Uh, Running backs. I'm just going to say if this was the 1970s, uh, early 60s, maybe early 80s, you guys would be a force. Because with Jalen Richard, with uh, Kenyon Drake, with... uh, Josh Jacobs. Your running game is solid. You got a decent offensive line. Your defense is solid. Where your problem is going to lie is wide receiver core. Because outside of your tight end, Darren Waller, you ain't really got a whole lot. So, you're a team that I just don't think going to make the playoffs. You're not going to make the playoffs. Let's face it. Let's, you know, let's enter reality here. You're not going to make the playoffs. That's just it. You know, that's just what it is. And like I said, the, the whole, oh, we're going to. Win the Super Bowl. This is our year. This is our year. Sorry to disappoint you, Raider fan. It's not. Not going to go as hard on you as um, the next team. And the reason I say that is because my wife is a Raider fan. So I'm going to do what she says. Be nice. So I'm going to be nice. Other than to just tell you that. Yeah it's not happening. So that covers the Raiders. I think you might know where I'm going with this one. But stay tuned. The third team, 
the one, the only, the Dallas Cowboys. Good old Dallas Cowboys. America's team. Boy, 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 boy. Good old Cowboy fans. You guys are something else. You guys are the ones that start to hold, this is our year, this is our year. But yet, come up short. I mean, you guys, jeez. Every year I hear from Cowboy fans, this is our year, this is the year we go to the Super Bowl, this is the year we go to the Super Bowl. And every year, you fall by the wayside. Whether it's you guys having a 14-2 record, 15-1 record, and losing in the first game. Or in a situation where you guys should have won the division last year. Washington wins the division with a losing record. Cowboy fans. Cowboy fans. Jeez. You guys probably annoy me the most. Because you guys just, you talk so much. You talk so much about this is our year, this is our year, this is our year. Look, I'm, 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 I'm Steelers. Steelers all the way. I'm not telling you this is our year. If a few breaks break our way, sure, I think we can get to a Super Bowl. If. But I'm not saying, oh, this is our year, this is our year, oh, we're going to the bowl. And y'all might say, well, oh, well, you don't have confidence in your squad. I have confidence in my squad, but I'm also a realist. And the reality is I'm going up against the Chiefs. I'm dealing with the Titans. I'm dealing with the Ravens. I'm dealing with the Browns. Reality-wise, it's going to take a lot for me to get to the Super Bowl. It's going to take a lot to get the Steelers to the Super Bowl, and that's just facts. But at least I recognize that. You guys, every year, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Let's break it down. Your best quarterback since Trey Aikman was Tony Romo. Let's just keep it 100. Dak Prescott is, we don't know. Okay. Let me tell you what the Cowboys' biggest problem is, and always is going to be the Cowboys' biggest problem, and you're never going anywhere until you take care of it. 
is the man that owns the team. One Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is always going to be a problem for you guys. Because Jerry is not going to put the people in place. Jerry's not going to put the people in place that is going to allow you to win. Jerry Jones, Mr. Jones, I know chances are you ain't listening. This is a small podcast. I don't even know if you listen to podcasts, but this is a small podcast. If you ever listen to this, my recommendation, step out the way. Let Steven take over the team. Let him do his job. Because you've been taking over since Jimmy Johnson left. And other than that, one Super Bowl that you got with Jimmy Johnson's players with Barry Switzer. Guess how many Super Bowls you got? None. None. Didn't make the playoffs a bunch of times. You have not been in the Super Bowl. You have not won the Super Bowl. You haven't been to the championship game since then. So, here's my suggestion. Let Steven take over the team. Let the people that you've hired actually do their job. There's nothing worse than a boss that wants to, oh, I've hired you to do this job, but I want to micromanage everything. Is what, what, what did you hire me for? Let me do my job. If I prove that I can't do my job, then find somebody else. But allow me to do my job. That's always going to be the Cowboys problem. That will always be the Cowboys problem until Jerry realizes I need to get out the way. Sign the checks and be done with it. But as far as personnel moves, parts, everything else, let's let Steven and let the staff take care of it and get us to the title. And you will get the credit that you so desperately been wanting. That's the whole reason that you got rid of Jimmy Johnson, right? Because you weren't getting enough credit. Okay, so that was, what, 95? 94? 94. You won the Super Bowl in 96 with Switzer. You haven't won a Super Bowl since 96. Sounds like you need to make a change, my man. Do it now. Give Cowboy fans some sort of sense of hope. Because right now, they ain't got none. That covers my cowboy rant. 
this last one may surprise you. Stay tuned. Alright, this last one is going to surprise you. Or maybe it won't, because maybe I've been tipping my hand. Laker fan. And like I said before, to qualify, I am a Laker fan. Yes, I do recognize that some of us are obnoxious. I do recognize that some of us can be difficult to deal with. I do recognize that some of us are bandwagon fans. There are some bandwagon fans that jump on the bandwagon, uh, whether it be LeBron or when the Lakers are winning. So, I do recognize that. Let me tell you from a Laker perspective, it's annoying. Those bandwagon fans annoy me as much as they annoy you. You know, the funny thing is I get told that I'm a bandwagon Laker fan. So, before we go any further, I'm going to break down my history with the Lakers. Just so that you, my listeners, know that when I say I'm a Laker fan, I'm not a Laker fan, oh, because of LeBron or... Oh, because they won a championship recently. No, 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 no. My Laker experience goes back to 1984. I was about four years old. First time I started watching basketball. I'm in the city of Los Angeles. Mind you, the team... The only team at that time was the Lakers. The Clippers had just moved there. I had a neighbor that would uh, check my grades as years went on. How I was doing in school. If I was getting A's and B's, she would take me to a Laker game because she was a season ticket holder for the Lakers. So, I grew up on Magic. I grew up on Worthy. I grew up on Byron Scott, A.C. Green, you know, Michael Hooper, you know, Showtime. I grew up at that time. I grew up watching Larry Drew. You know, Frank Burkowski came to the team. Michael Thompson, 
Billy Thompson was a part of T. My Laker fandom begin then with the series against the Celtics. Uh, the the eighty nine loss, the 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 loss to the Pistons in a sweep. The loss to Chicago, giving Michael Jordan his first championship. Sort of piggybacked that when Magic uh, contracted HIV and, you know, teams sort of lost their way and uh, went through the bloody D-Bots, Cedric Sabalo, Sadell 3, Nick Van Axel, Eddie Jones, Eldon Campbell years. You know, where it just it seemed like we were a long ways away from championship. Was there any hope? Was there ever going to be any hope that this franchise that won five championships in the 80s was we going to get back to starting winning championships? The first glimmer of hope was signing Shaquille O'Neal. The day we signed Shaquille O'Neal was the first sign of glimmer of hope. The second sign of glimmer of hope, and we didn't realize it at the time, was trading for a young kid from Lower Marion High School in Philadelphia. Trading Bloody Devots and Eddie Jones at that time. A guy by the name of Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Mamba. But that was sort of the signs that we started to build. And then the championship in 2000. The championship of 2000, you realize it had been about 13 years since we had won a championship. That was beautiful. And then winning in 01 and 02. 03, not so much. 04, we get to the finals, lose to the Pistons. That hurt. And then that was pretty much it until 2009 and 2010 after the Shaq and Kobe breakup Kobe got us two more rings we go from there and then we go into this period where you know we talking D'Angelo Russell Brandon Ingram Lonzo Ball Josh Hart You know, just went through it for a 10-year period, even drafting in the lottery, which the Lakers hadn't done. Now, we had drafted in the lottery, but it was usually somebody else's picks. These were our picks. Hadn't happened. 
So, we circle back to when LeBron became a Laker. Something I never thought would happen. LeBron became a Laker and fortunes started to change. We got Anthony Davis. All of a sudden now we're a championship contender. We win the championship in 2020 for Kobe. Beautiful thing. Didn't do well last year, but, you know, this year's looking up. Where I'm getting at that is I've been a Laker fan for years and years and will continue. I will always rep the purple and gold. That's something that will never change. So I'm one of those fans that are ride or die and will rep my team no matter what. Just know from the outside, those bandwagon fans, we don't count them as one of us. You either with us or you not. Don't be with us for the good stuff and not with us for the bad. So we don't acknowledge those fans. So I know we have a bandwagon fan. Some of our fans are bandwagoners. But a lot of us have been Laker fans since we were kids. And I think because it's L.A., I think that's why a lot of us get misconstrued as bandwagon when we're not. We are diehard. We ride for the Lakers, win or lose. So, but I do admit that my fan base can be obnoxious at times. I do acknowledge that. So, that was my take on obnoxious fan bases. I uh, appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. Like I said, you can find this podcast on Spotify and other places where you may be able to find the podcast. I appreciate your time. I love that you took time to listen to me, little old me. Once again, my name is JR, and you've been listening to the JR Thunder Podcast. Be blessed, take care, stay safe, and I'll catch you next time. Peace.